0: says now, but it will be one day when you do care about it. Here's the real problem. The data comes power. They can choose what you see and how you see it. They can make you believe things that are not true. They can encourage you to engage in behavior that will destroy your life. Even if it is not happening yet, it could in the future. The long-term goal of the Chinese Communist Party is the demise of the American power. That starts with you. Yu. Okay.
1: Hear people. I hear you too. Oh, you're in charge apparently.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey guys
3: hey
2: so ray's having a few issues so uh, i'm gonna kick start it for him he's uh he's having some audio issues. He's already recording, so this is where we take the opportunity to recommend him to get an Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on record. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's funny. Good to see you. He just, he just yeah. bought a new, another new Windows machine uh, like yesterday or the day before or something. <laughs> Oh, we've got Jeff in here
2: too. How's everyone doing?
3: Doing good. Yeah.
2: So you're the first one I see in here, Mr. Chuck. You had a um, you had a meetup the other day, right? I did. I had
3: a meetup last night.
2: Yeah. So how was that?
3: Uh, Ray showed up. Uh, an old coworker showed up, and uh, that was it. So we just talked for a while, and then uh, then Ray took me out to get a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, we okay.
2: So where did he take you?
3: Some place called Philly Cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> but it was good though. It was good. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I'm doing the whole keto thing, so I don't do carbs. So I fasted for 30 hours before that meal in preparation for that Philly cheesesteak.
2: <laughs> what a calorie bomb! Oh
3: man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are you hurting today? No, no,
3: no, I had no problem with it.
2: Yeah, so uh, anything big going
3: on this week for you? Uh, playing catch up from being out of the office training all week. I'm buying a t- tomorrow, I'm buying a new shed that'll be the new Let's Talk Cabling Studio so I can get it out of the house. Yes, <laughs> oh, and and Ray asked me last night, he thought this was a background. I'm gonna prove that it's not a background. Watch, see, <laughs> not a background. Watch. I'll turn the light on and off. See, so. real room. <laughs> it's a real room. It's not a virtual backdrop.
2: <laughs> well, I think speaking of virtual backgrounds, that would take us to our next person, Rob. <laughs> yeah, we we don't
4: want to see us behind here. It's a little bit scary.
2: <laughs> How are you today, Rob? I'm good.
4: Um, being at home this week, um, playing catch up with meetings, um, some design work, um, a bit of everything. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, I'm so trying, like, trying to trying to maybe design done, but, um. Yeah, slowly going through it. I am mean, 1 of those loopholes where you're like, I could do option a, I could do option B the both of the same thing, but what makes. More sense for the client, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's always tricky. Sometimes we don't learn the real answer, or the right answer until uh, it's hindsight, right? Exactly. That's what I'm hoping
4: to avoid. I mean, the, the nice thing dude, dude. Yeah, the, the nice thing is I got, I got two or three designs that probably will spin off of this design for other customers, so it will make my life a little easier.
2: Yeah. Do you usually just put a couple of different designs together? Um, do you just hit like Different price points, or you just try to hit completely different engineering protocols? You know what I mean?
4: Um, trying different price points. Um, they're decent sized conference rooms, so I think an all in one solution is not going to cut it. So, I'm probably going to the higher end on the police on the poly scale of things, um, with ceiling microphones, uh, ceiling speakers, secondary camera, just because it's a the room is about seventy feet deep, so it's That's not a, big a room. yeah, it's not a small room.
0: Goodness. Well, good luck with that. I don't know how it is. The AV <laughs> All
2: right, who's who's next, Dan? I see you down there, Dan. What's going on, Dave? Another day in paradise. Same here, just Indiana, not paradise. Is it as cold there as it is here in Ohio? Uh, Define cold. <laughs> Not spring. <laughs> I'm actually
1: sitting at about 59 and really rainy right now.
2: Mm, that's, that's cold
3: cool. for me. <laughs> that's like 20 yeah. degrees warmer
2: than this year. <laughs> Not
1: enjoyable, but uh, we're supposed to get like three to five inches of rain today. So it's going to be a wet one. Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we we got some share rain yesterday. It's supposed to, it's nice today. It's supposed to it's a little bit tomorrow. Um, I'm officially over winter, but hopefully it ends sooner or later.
1: Yeah, done with winter. Yeah,
2: raise back. I'll hear this later. Still no audio.
5: No, I'm here. I mean, can you guys hear me? Okay.
2: <laughs> Leaving it muted, like I don't know what's wrong.
5: Can't hear me. Yo, that guy kind of sucks.
1: Hey, that's mine.
4: <laughs> well, so, nope. hey, yeah.
5: Um, all right. So, um, did you guys start off with anything, or, or are we just uh kind of all saying hello, goodbye, and all that good stuff?
2: Just kind of working around, chit-chat, all and that like- good stuff.
5: No, oh, okay. Well, it's a small group, um, so. Uh, is there anything anybody here specifically wants to talk about?
1: Well, a good one. I was telling Dave, uh, my AV design hell. Um. I have lots of fun of that one.
0: Okay.
2: I'm curious. So, Dan, you said it's raining hard there, right? Yep. How do you pack up your network equipment and like, Um, specifically, like a standard desktop size computer when it's raining for a client, like, what do you do to keep it from getting wet?
1: Uh, run really fast. (laughs) No, I have a, I have a big camper shell on the back of my truck that keeps things pretty dry. And, uh, our office has like a pull in. Garage we can pull our car into and load up if it's. That bad outside, so it's it's not too terrible. But usually I just run really fast.
2: I use uh I use um pack outs for network equipment, like some of the bigger pack outs, but it's really hard to fit uh like a standard size desktop tower inside of them or even some of the all in ones.
1: Yeah, all in one would definitely be hard to put into a pack out.
2: Yeah. Slap a trash
1: bag around it. Pretty much, a little duct tape <laughs> cover the porch. What do okay.
0: you guys
6: do?
5: What's going on, Jonathan? How are you?
6: Hey guys, doing good. It's been a busy couple weeks, but uh, it's been good.
4: Awesome.
5: So today, it, it appears we don't have any any specific exciting topics that anybody wants to talk about. Um, but we can kind of go around the room real quick here and kind of, uh, just chat about what we're up to, what we did this past week and where things are going. And if that's okay with everybody, I will start going around the room. It's uh Chuck is the first person in, in my corner here. So Chuck, what'd you do all week? And what are you up to this coming week?
3: Uh, let me see. I traveled to Farmingdale, New York, taught a class there, then drove from Farmingdale to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The same day I taught the class, taught in there, and then I met up with this weird guy. He took me to this place to get me a Philly cheesesteak at a place called Philly Cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, I got the answer to your question. You asked me about the rib cord. So I oh. reached out to one of my one of our engineers at Berg Tech and he said the uh the rib cord is only is, is is designed for tearing the jacket. It's not designed for any lateral strength members. Says, if it does provide any, it's minimal at best. So that's from a cable engineer at Berk tech. Perfect.
5: So yeah, one of Chuck and I, uh, you know, I met up with him yesterday because he was in the area, and somehow we got onto the topic of, you know, what's inside of a cable because we're nerds and that's what we do. And one of the things inside every cable is is a pull cord, and I well, think well, to technically
3: reason, not every cable because we're phasing right. out rip cords.
5: Yep. And you know, I when he told me that, I said you know, long ago, you know, when I went to school 150 years ago, people told me, at least my instructors told me that that is also for, you know, protecting the wire inside of it. And, you know, Chuck said, you know, that's a damn good question. I'm going to go ask somebody that would know the answer to that. And apparently my instructors were wrong, shocking, which is why I'm so brilliant today. Um, But, you know, I have thought in the past, you know, 15 years of me doing this, that 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 pull cord had more impact than just being a pull cord. Apparently, I was wrong. So, but yeah, yep. it was uh, it was real good actually getting out to meet yesterday, Chuck. I mean, um, you know, you and I have had about 100 conversations over there, virtual, and uh, just like many yep. of us in this community, we've had a ton of virtual conversations. But, um, oh my God, is that Miss Jeff Day? Yo, get her back <laughs> in here, Jeff. We got to meet her. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, it's like a squirrel. <laughs> Hi, Miss Better Days. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good Miss. This... Yeah, how do you put up with this guy?
0: I didn't know the camera was on.
5: The blessings. <laughs> okay. This is what you know nothing about. Yo, the blessings of marriage. Good for you, buddy. I did all right, huh? You,
7: I did all right. You, you did. It. <laughs> Look I, at I, my wife. Her name is Technology. I'm definitely I love punching you to out of her. my weight class for sure. Right. Yeah.
5: Nice man. Um, yeah, nice,
4: Ray says nice.
5: Man. <laughs> I'm good. I'm in trouble now. Right
0: house over here. Jeff's yeah. going to Dark House
4: later
5: tonight. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Dang. Anyway, back to Chuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, we we tend to go off the rails. Uh, no, it was good to meet you. And I think we had some really good conversations around. Same here. You know, twenty and different the, things. Uh, it it's great.
3: it's your <laughs> fault. It's your fault that I only got three and a half hours of sleep last night.
5: So how much of a coma were you in? Cuz uh or from the stickers? I had my flight
3: left at 5:30 so I had to get up at 3 a.m. and about 10:30 or so after I was putting stickers on my on my Pelican case I was like, well, "What time is my flight tomorrow?" And I looked it up It I was like 5:30 a.m. I'm like I-, I need to go to bed. <laughs> I'm looking so forward I'm probably to getting, to getting crashing those... about 8 o'clock tonight.
6: I'm looking forward to getting some of those stickers at uh TechFest.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I gave uh, Ray a bunch of them yesterday. And I'm gonna have some more printed up.
6: Yeah, excellent.
5: Yeah, so I, I think I have three different varieties of uh, Chuck stickers. So, um, I'll be bringing those to Tech Fest. Um, and if anybody in between now and then hasn't gotten a sticker pack, I want to just let me know. I'll mail you out one. Um, running low on stuff. Um, like I'm, I'm out of a lot of the bigger swag, so you know anybody that is listening, I would love you guys to send me some stuff. Or you know TechFest is a month away, just bring a bunch there and whatever's left over, I'll, I'll just bring back for the rest of the community.
7: I just uh, drop shipped um, stuff from my embroider right to Theron. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So it's on site.
5: Cool. Yeah. That's I mean, that's a great idea. Yeah. I might
3: do that with my stickers.
5: Yeah, that's a great plan. You can send it to Theron, which would be awesome, or, or send it to me, whatever you want. I got a, I got quite a few boxes that I'm going to be shipping down there. So whatever just, works, not,
7: just not a dream machine pro that he won't
5: bring down there. No, I will not carry it there. If you'd like me to ship it there for you, I will. But I feel like that's silly. Then just ship it. That's
7: why I said I would have shipped it to you day one. So you're the problem here. <laughs> no, because, because, because um Stud's post said plus shipping. So I was trying to eliminate the plus shipping part. I oh figured my. I'm going to see you. In the next week, are you just going to carry it
5: under your arm?
7: See seen impact
2: hardware in this. Yeah, instance. I got
7: I brought Dave an iMac on an <laughs> airplane. I
2: think I can get
7: it yeah,
0: made it in one piece.
4: Yeah,
7: okay. All
5: right. Well, were you driving or flying? I, I'm flying. No, I meant when you brought Dave an iMac, I flew then too. Okay,
2: all right. He flew in with it to Philly and I drove it back to Ohio.
7: Wow. Nice, because I was able to have room in my suitcase for an iMac and then was able to take it out and put all of Theron's and everyone else's goodies. And then I had room for 10 extra fiber um, SFPs as well. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Okay. (laughs)
4: I'm just going to let that one go.
5: <laughs> I'm just going to let that one go. Uh,
4: Don't trust Chuck on the merch table.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we've learned from the merch table that I can't put stuff out there because uh, people think it's theirs. So anyway, moving on. Uh, not me, Chuck. Uh, back back to Chuck. So we, we did have a really good conversation about a lot of things, and we talked about the presentation he wants to give at TechFest. So, you know, for those that, that are still not looking at the website – Chuck is one of our speakers and he's coming down to tech fest and it's going to be a lot of fun. And the topic that he is doing is on fire stopping. And it's, it's going to be a really fun topic. Do you want to, do you want to give him a quick 30 second? Not, not, not the, not the podcast version, just 30 seconds of what it's going to be the elevator pitch.
3: The elevator pitch. So I'm going to talk about uh, fire, the three components of fire, how fire spreads, talk about what listed actually means. Talk about, mechanical systems non mechanical systems talk about fill ratios, talk about the impact to you personally if you don't do it correctly i'll give you some tips and stuff to give you some uh, increased success ratio at, to make sure that somebody doesn't um, invalidate your fire stop systems and that's just off the top of my head cool awesome I'm looking forward to that it's going to be fun yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it too i I'll be
7: honest, I usually sub that out so i'm um, I'm looking forward to um you know learning more about it i just kind of thought it was you know a messy job that i really didn't want to have any part of but
2: you know it's,
3: it's, yeah it's it's one of the things that we as a low voltage industry struggle with it's true um it, it's not hard it's not if you can pull cable and terminate and certify it, you can fire stop the, the biggest difference is if you do it incorrectly or if you don't follow the ul drawing you can be personally held liable for that You're not going to be thrown in jail if your cable doesn't certify to cat six a, but if somebody gets injured because you didn't install a fire stop correctly, you personally can be held liable for that. So that's the biggest difference. Just, just follow the UL drawing. That's it in a nutshell. Just put it in exactly like it. The the instruction sheet says to do it, take a digital picture of it because document, 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 right. And then that way you got your, your CYA. Yeah.
7: The idea of being thrown in jail makes it a lot more, uh, I I kind of want to sub it out. But can you, I'm can still... you imagine
3: that conversation? Um, what are you in for? Yeah. I didn't put enough putty in my pipe. <laughs> I <laughs> will
7: say the other thing, too, is, like, the guys who do it are usually, like, a mess. Like, they'll have on, like, a yellow shirt that just has red globs everywhere, and I'm too pretty for that, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
6: I was uh we well, were I am looking for forward
7: to... on All Jokes Society I, that's one of the talks that I'm definitely looking more forward to than um, not to take away from anybody else's but that's a that's a cool topic that you know <laughs> you just really you don't see um, right. so I'm, really, I'm looking forward to learning more about it I'm, sure. even, I'm
3: even bringing because Ray asked me he goes hey do you want me to bring some firestop stuff I said like, hold on move move out of the way dog you also, I, for people that didn't know Chuck's background is actually real I, I might <laughs> I, I might, uh, I might have a few firestop systems. Yeah, don't break anything. Um, around in my office. No, oh, that's I, just a few I, of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking
7: forward to yeah the tools, the the materials that go into it. I've done it a handful of times, and it's been with a caulk gun or with a putty knife. And you know, I'm I'm sure I'm doing it. Well, right that's why you
3: had it all over you. Use caulk.
7: No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. but yeah I'm looking forward to making sure I never have it all over me excellent well Chuck it was great meeting you yesterday and, and thanks
5: for I'm your here. synopsis on uh, what you're going to be talking about at TechFest and uh, appreciate all you do for the community man
3: thank you
5: Dr. Dave what are you up to brother
2: It's working in the new office getting things set up uh, cleaned up, ready to put a floor in here. You guys get to see here? Like, there's nothing here. I have a couch. This is.
5: It looks so cold. Yeah, you showed me that. That's scary.
2: <laughs> there's some work to do.
5: <laughs> yeah, don't stick your fingers in there. That would hurt.
2: Nope. I have one working light and like four working outlets, so I have power.
5: Nice. you you're you're leaps and bounds ahead of where you are. There goes Mrs. Day again.
2: <laughs>
5: we can't miss her. <laughs> Jeff's gonna shut his camera off going forward. Oh, that's cool, man. What are you What are you working on?
2: Um, I've got a loaded schedule this weekend, so I've got a bunch of like I've got um, two sites that I'm pulling lines and setting up a camera system for, and then I've got out of town work uh, Monday for um, a referral. So it's just uh, gonna pack everything up and go down there and get it done, and then. Come back, so I've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all lined up busy days. That's great, man.
5: Happy to hear that. Yep. Um, Excellent. Well, I am going to thank you for your service, sir, for all that you do. And I'm going to move to Mr. Sizemore if he's around.
0: Yes, hello. Can you hear me?
5: I can hear you well. Where where are you today, sir?
0: (laughs) I'm in Austin. You're in Austin. What are you doing down in Austin? so, I had a, a few days off. Um, so, I was like, hey, I'm going to go visit some people down here. And uh, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, last week, I met uh, camera Kyle um, up in Fresno, which was awesome. Very good guy. Um, you know, he bought me some breakfast, couldn't complain. You know, I gave him a ladder and a few hundred feet of cable so for a free breakfast. Definitely worth
5: it. (laughs) Yeah, I think he made out well on the
0: deal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, It was going to go to the scrapyard or just be thrown away. So I was like, you know, I'd rather give it to someone who would use it than no one.
5: Yeah, he's a dude. He's a good dude, man. Like, he's a solid guy. He's he just he wants to be a sponge, man. He is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, he
5: genuinely appreciates the, the time that guys like you and. You know, all the other people in this community have spent with him, like, he's he's solid,
0: man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't um, know he
5: found us, but I'm glad he did.
0: Ex- yeah. Yeah. He said he found us through, uh, uncle bears. So.
5: Oh, so, it's bears fault. Yeah,
0: exactly. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty much and then the workflow, um, we just got. So, we're not even done with phase 2 yet with the project. Um, and then they've already have finalized phase 3 which is another 192 stores uh which are primarily in Texas and Louisiana which thank god so I don't have to hop on a plane every other day to fly somewhere <laughs> it feels like <laughs> um so that's going to be really nice um and also next week I get a full week off because the office their main office they're I guess Taken off or something like that. Hopefully, it's on April Fool's joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then with the, uh, I've already booked my flight for the uh, for the meet. So that's gonna be awesome. Uh, got some goodies bringing down. Uh, potentially, might do some interviews and stuff like that with people. Could just bought bought some gear and it's like, hey, let's break it in. <laughs> Nice, yeah. I know okay. I talked to you a little bit about it. But...
5: Yeah, no, yeah, man. I'm I'm happy for you. That'll be fun. It, yeah. it will definitely add to the, the other things that we're doing. So, yeah. um, it's awesome, man. And I appreciate you wanting to bring that stuff for us. So thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem, no problem.
5: Well, enjoy your time off, man. That's uh, yes, a sacred, holy time. I hope you do something good with it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Try to find time.
5: <laughs> cool. Well, thanks yeah. for joining, man. On your time off, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Our good friends to the New North. Rob, what are you up to in your beautiful Guinness shirt?
4: All oh, I was just telling you this earlier. Um, been home this week. Uh, it's kind of weird being a home for a week straight, but I mean, I can't complain.
5: Um, is your wife complaining?
4: Uh, she's getting sick of me. I mean, yeah, that's what I figured. Is, we'll see how long I lost in the house for. <laughs> um, Just doing a bunch of meetings this week with customers, um, some design work for some other jobs coming up. Well, also, fun stuff which is a lot, a lot easier to do in the office versus doing on the road in my laptop by itself, so I'm grateful for that. Um, yeah, but other than that, pretty easy week, can't complain. Um, rained here a bunch yesterday, it's nice today, so it's a snowman tomorrow. Um, and then we're being and Dan and earlier, we're done with winter, so hopefully it's done sooner or later. Agreed, agreed. I think Mother Nature's done with it too.
5: I don't know if uh. Plants are starting to come up around you guys, but like my, all of my, you know, Chuck, help me out here. All my plants that come back every year, they annuals? Annuals, right? yeah. yeah. Annuals, yeah. Yeah, so all my annuals are starting to come back up already. So I think Mother Nature knows that, that the winter is done. Says so yeah, guy we never with. down there all this winter. Yeah, we, we got snowflakes this year. I, I don't even think we accumulated an inch in the greater yes. Philadelphia area, which is very weird. So I will take it. Uh what are you up to next week, Rob? Are you back on the road or are you still home?
4: Um home right now. We'll see okay. what happens. I'm sure that will maybe change. I mean I'm not going also not gonna complain. Um Yeah, just take it easy. Um uh, nothing really permanent nothing really set in stone until Tech Fest. Um I'm sure something will happen and I'll goes on before Tech Fest or after Tech Fest, but other than that, just taking it easy right now and enjoying working actually at my desk at home instead of being on the road. Nice. Excellent. All right, brother. Thank you, sir.
6: No problem.
5: Uh, Jonathan, what's going on up with you guys?
6: All right. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we've had an interesting week, had some surprises. Um, speaking of uh, a fire stop, uh, one of the change orders we're doing on a uh, retirement home we're doing is there's a conduit coming down a wall and uh, there's it was a box basically double-sided for each room and uh according to farcoda a little education on this i didn't know this but you can't have that for unless it's either properly fire sealed or um, it has to be in the stud adjacent to it or next to it or something like that so uh, after this install was done uh, and we didn't do the install but they're bringing this in to, to move them so um little education on the fire fire codes and stuff like that. So it's been good. So more reason to uh, be excited about listening to Chuck's uh, teaching. Uh, and then today we had a fun surprise. We had a UPS, uh, we plugged it in, just purchased brand new and uh, started letting off some really funky gas. And uh, we had to pretty much evacuate the building. So it was weird. Um, little new to us we haven't experienced that before never had issues in my entire life seeing that so um uh enough to be said we're going to be returning that and getting another one i i would hope so <laughs> wow but that's uh you know little surprises uh, most of you guys are, are very familiar with the the day-to-day surprises that come up but there's never never a dull moment and, uh gotta love what you do and lots of projects coming up and great relationships and it keeps me away unfortunately too much away from the slack and all the great community going on there but i do my best to keep chiming in and uh yeah been good
5: no man it's uh we appreciate it and i, I can say that you guys have been slinging out content well, we're trying it's nice it's, to see. Uh, yeah. uh
6: it is hard to keep up with it but i do have all the guys sending lots of video in but it's just ha- taking the time to make Make something, put something together and send it out. And uh, But you guys all keep me accountable to putting out the best content and um, making it look prettier and prettier every time.
5: Yeah, so we shared out your your um, first part of the Terminating the Cable. Oh, nice. And we're going to release the second part in a couple of days. Actually, I might do it today because I awesome. think we did it two right. or three days ago. I didn't want to put all three out uh, in a row because then people will just kind of just like click through. I didn't want that.
0: Yeah, um,
6: right.
5: But yeah, man, it was a good video, so I wanna I wanna share that out and get more eyes on it for you.
6: Awesome! it's always in, it's always uh, intimidating putting content out there, especially about like a training thing, uh, because you just don't know. There's always going to be keyboard heroes who are going to rip you apart. So, um, and but I find myself teaching very similarly to all new technicians, especially green technicians. little nuances about where to put your thumb and how to untwist the pair a little bit using the wedge especially for uh, the vertical cable jacks and um and uh and some of those techniques have uh been really rewarding for those guys to speed up and we used to have a rule that uh, just a sub minute club like we'll work it on day one brand new to network cabling and we'll sit there at the desk until he's got it under a minute by really perfecting that technique so um that's just some of those techniques help you get that efficiency there. and uh, yeah, Appreciate I mean, it. That's I, like I truly don't
5: know who I shared it with the other day. Okay. Um, I don't even, it might've been Sean. I'll have to ask him, but I was showing somebody how I terminated Jack and that little peak in the vertical cable between where you, for the pin, yeah, a
6: little wedge.
5: I'm like, well, that's exactly what it's there for. And yeah. again, it could have been Sean. I, I literally don't remember who I showed it to, but he's just like, that is stupid. That is going to save me so much time. Yeah. I'm that's like, called a pair don't...
3: separation tower. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called?
6: Ah, mm-hmm. Chuck coming out with the terms. Can't Love right. it.
3: But a yeah, pair right. I mean,
7: separation tower.
3: How about mm-hmm. that?
5: But yeah, I mean, like, that's how I've terminated wire for as long as I can remember. And it's just so much quicker. You don't even have to untwist the wire. Just make sure that when you press it over, the wire goes in the right direction. Yeah. There, it'll man.
6: Separate for you.
5: So much quicker. But, yeah, man, keep keep cranking out the content, man. It's good.
6: Awesome. Well, that's great. Uh-huh. Thanks for the encouragement. Will do. Absolutely.
5: Mr. Day, uh, can we get your wife back in here? She probably has more important things to say.
6: Yes. She wants to talk to
5: <laughs> I love teasing Jeff. Hello. Hi. So we just want to know what you have to say because Jeff says the same stuff every week. We don't need to hear it anymore. Yeah. No, you don't have anything. I don't have
3: anything to no. say.
5: Well, neither does Jeff normally, so good times.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
5: look at him he hates me He's right, right. yeah big big clown oh,
3: yep
5: yep well, well it was nice to meet you
0: nice to meet you too
5: um what you got yep. going on mr jeff
7: i uh i'm i'm against the uh the jonathan uh putting out content in little drips i'm i'm part of the netflix generation i want all my content all at once i want to binge watch three episodes of jonathan running cables you're 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 yeah.
6: Well, so that's, here, a, that's a lot of pressure, but I appreciate yeah. it.
5: <laughs> but here's the good news: is we're just reposting it. It is already all live on his site, so we're just sharing his content. You want to see it? I'll go to his. That's the whole point. Ah, aha! This is ah, like Netflix telling me.
0: This is like it. Netflix me to go to
7: Paramount Plus now.
5: Thank you, <laughs> that's it, man. We well, we're we're just here. We're just here for the chunks, man. We're, yeah, we're the Hulu of this operation, right? <laughs> That's it, man. We're the Hulu. Hey man, they're 15 years in business right now. You can't go wrong with it, right? Yes, so. So what's going on in your world, bud? Where are we at this morning?
7: Um, well, clearly I'm I'm home today for a little bit of today. Uh getting some stuff done around here. Um, I do have to uh go install a camera after this, but you know, I'm a loyal TKW soldier. Wanted to make sure I miss, made my two o'clock appointment here. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, you guys know, um, I'm trying I'm in the middle of trying to buy a a building for the business and it's I'm just in uh, DEM hell right now. Um, It was a. Garage, Uh, it's a garage currently used by Mason right now, and he stores all of his stuff there. But before that it was a. Gas station, I guess, in the 80s, Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a person who was alive in the 80s. I don't remember it being a gas station. I've lived here my whole life, but. Apparently, it was a gas station and apparently there were tanks in the ground and they were taken out and um, I had, to I don't know how familiar you guys are with. DEM stuff, but I had to get a phase 1 report and they did that and found that the soil samples were at the furthest possible location possible on the property. So that's um that's the biggest red flag in DEM world where they get a soil sample at the far west corner of where the tanks actually were. So now I'm now I have to get what's called a phase two report and, you know, all these reports cost more and more money. And but, you know, ultimately, it's a it's a perfect um, building for me in a perfect location. So. Mama didn't raise a quitter.
4: Nice. That sounds very similar to out my way a bunch of farmland, and people back in the seventies and eighties, uh, they bury oil drums. They're empty, and then all these properties are being sold now, and they have to do soil samples. And yeah. it's very much a where we get a soil sample that's not contaminated? Right. Like my parents went, to, went through a similar thing, and their land. They found that someone, some forty years ago in the family was burying stuff they should have been burying out in the back acres of the. Yard and they're like, yeah, we're not going to sell a sample from there. We'll get it from near the road. Yeah.
7: Yeah, so I'm dealing with that, but, you know, and then just chugging along, um, you know, a lot of you guys know the other half of my business is um managing schools. So we're in the process of signing on. Uh, new clients as schools right now with contracts that start, you know, on July 1. So, um, that, that growth model is tremendous uh much more than i thought it was going to be so i'm i'm trying to properly scale that side of the shop and um it's hard because you know you got to get the right people involved that have the temperament to work in a school like ray you couldn't do it so um it's just one of those things where, <laughs> where you know i'm just trying to um you know make sure that that's a, a, that the growth model is uh, healthy and now the hardest part, and, you know, I know you guys, it's no different for anybody else. It's finding good people. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have each other Um, for when projects come up, you know, Rob and I will travel to corners of the country to work with each other, but it's that day to day. Uh employee that, you know, it's just really hard when you want to try to grow a business, because like, you know, people talk about recession and like economy and everything. I, I haven't seen any of that slowing down on my end. All I see is more growth, more people who want to install networks, more cameras. And then lastly, schools who are, you know, for 20 years, I was a sitting IT director and I was adamantly opposed to not going with a Consulting company to manage your network, but but, but now it's like, I'm at the other side of the table and I can see why. uh, It makes a lot of sense and more schools are moving in my direction. So it is hard. um, To make sure you have the right people around that you can send to a school and make sure that they're meeting the needs of a of a school.
3: I,
4: I I don't know what Jeff's saying too. I'm seeing it more and more is that it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, this whole recession talk is it's waiting up the smaller clients that are more troublesome than um, cooperating type, and then it's getting more and more larger clients to say, "We need this done. Um, here's your budget. Do it." Yeah.
7: And you try not to be cavalier about it, right? But like, I I put a message in Slack, I think last night or this morning, you know, I had to deal with a guy today for from a school who was on the board of trustees who worked at Microsoft. And he had the gall to ask me why I was replacing a hardwired network access point and don't want to put in a mesh network. And, you know, then proceeded to in person today talk about, you know, um, why the antennas Uh, why, you know, they had to be mounted to a ceiling and why couldn't we do a mesh network at a, you know, at a regular outlet height. And I, it just got me thinking, like, what, what am I doing here? You know, like, I, I wanna, I want this to work, but I've never had to go into such detail at this level of the decision making process. It's usually. The, who you talk to person is who gets back to you on a yes or no. So the idea of like having to be part of this committee and like, you know, I know when the quotes are high, you have to meet with a lot more people and you have to justify it. But this was a small little network upgrade. And um, so to Rob's point, we're kind of, we almost have the ability to kind of pick and choose what we want to do and who we want to partner with. I had a client yesterday, it was a bar in town, and they got in touch with me because I'm a Verkada reseller, and they have Verkata cameras that are still in a box that they haven't mounted in, you know, three years. And their network, I went to go visit it, their network's a mess, it's the reason why they can't get their cameras online, and you try to explain to them, like, you know, this won't work unless there's a rock solid network behind it. And I I was like, then they went with, they didn't even uh, give me an opportunity to bid the job. And they went with like a local car stereo company. And it just like this car stereo company has been around for decades. And that's literally all they've done is put like the loudest car radios in for these gangster kids in town. And like, that's their whole business model. And then somewhere along the line, they're installing networks. And it was just like, you know what? I'm. I, I'm not belittling anyone who needs to do this kind of work, but I don't need to be um, a partner with a car stereo company who is installing networks.
5: So here's the one thing. I mean, you're right. You, You get to pick and choose who you choose to work with, but, but take it from somebody who works for quite a few restaurants and bars. Yeah, they always go with the lowest bidder.
7: Sure. Yeah, no, and I feel that. I didn't even get a chance to bid, you know, like that. So the 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 optics that you wanted to go with a car stereo company and not even have the person you reached out to for your cameras, who is a reputable network installer. It just was like, you know what, this this flag is more red than it needs to be. But no, you're right. Yeah. Restaurants are infamously the worst, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah.
5: I, I have some sympathy again because, you know, I've worked for so many. I mean, I've been in restaurants since I was 15. Right. And like they took the biggest hit out of every business by far. Restaurants took the biggest hit during COVID. Sure. And right now it's like, OK, they need two years of recoup to to come back. Mm-hmm. But A lot of them are penny wise and dollar foolish where, you know, cameras are probably, other than good food, cameras are the the most important thing a restaurant should have from a liability standpoint because people fall, people get hurt, there's theft, there are accidents that happen in parking lots, and yet it is the last thing that people think about because there is a huge high cost to them. Mm
0: -hmm.
5: So people go, they go ways the ways with that. Yeah. it's it's a shame, but it it's just the truth, and and it is what it is, man. Um, to to the point though, where I think you said it, I'm not seeing this recession that everybody's talking about either. Right. I mean, I I am from a financial standpoint because the cost of everything is so much higher. Um, I am seeing that. I'm seeing that inventory levels are still low. They're not low like they were during COVID, but they're slow. And people are still charging a premium, and I'm yeah. not even a hundred percent positive that um there is an inventory issue. I think people are still gouging, and using inventory as an excuse to do such. My opinion. I could be wrong.
7: Yeah, I don't. I think you're you're more right than you are wrong. And I'm not saying that what I'm about to say makes you wrong. I think in a in a, adding to that is this labor shortage, yep. good labor shortage, and you know um. I manufacturers would probably be able to crank out more stuff. It's just a domino effect, right? So like we're talking like this whole conversation started with me talking about not being able to get good help. Um, I'm sure, you know, the supply chain is in the same boat where they can't get good help to churn out these products. And then it's a domestic versus international effect as well. So uh, Cause unfortunately all the equipment that, you know, we're accustomed to reselling is very little of it is under our domestic control. So um, yeah, it, 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 you're right. It's tough. There's probably a lot of gouging. There's a lot of hoarding I'm sure going on. Yep. Um, but I, but I do think it's a human uh, supply chain issue. Um, I
5: would probably agree with you more than I agree with my own sentiment there. Like it, labor, Skilled labor is tough, man. And and I hate to quote South Park, but South Park's yeah. episode this – seriously, I but it's funny. South Park's episode this week was so pertinent with the work shortage. So if you get 20 minutes, watch the episode of South Park this week because it's all about the labor shortage.
7: I honestly didn't know South Park still made new episodes. So they do. Them um, and the Simpsons are still new? They're still going. Wow, there. I didn't know that. Okay.
5: But this this week's episode – was so poignant in today's work. Okay, it's it it just it hit home on every level. And South Park, in my opinion, hasn't been good in a long time. But I'm like I'm I'm that fan that's been that fan since you know since I was 15 years old. At this point, <laughs> it's like I still watch it. Okay. and this week's episode hit, and that's and funny. it was one of the things that they talk about. Even if you do get somebody skilled in now, everybody needs a mental health day. Everybody needs a day off because they're tired. Everybody needs a day off because, you know, they had a bad day. Um, And they talk about job hopping, which is huge. Uh You get somebody and, 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 and it works. And that's the problem. People can be in a job for six months and leave. And they're not leaving because they're unhappy where they are. They're leaving because they know they can make more money somewhere else. And they job hop, they job hop, they job hop until... They go to a real company that doesn't want somebody that has been job hopping and then they're stuck where they are. So, you know, there's there's multiple sides to all of that. But yeah. this, this 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 whole, you know, instead of going to your boss and asking for more, you know more money because it fails, they're just like, I'm just I saw a job posting. I'm just going to go apply for it and leave. Yeah. And they're making more money. Whereas, like, you know, if my employees were to come to me and say, look, I can make. 5,000 more dollars and show me reasons why they're worth that $5,000 or have proven to me they're worth that five grand because five grand over a 12 month period is nothing. Yeah. I'm going to look at that employee and be like, yeah, you've been worth it. You're, you're going to get it. I don't want to, I don't want you to leave. Like, but it's also me as an employer should be paying attention to keep my pulse on the industry too. Like if if I have an employee that when he started with me was worth $50,000, easy numbers, right? And the, the 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 cost of living has gone up. And I know for that same position, I should be paying them 60 grand. Well, then that's on me to know that before they're even looking. You know, I, it's it's tough, man. Like, if you want to keep good people, you got to treat them right. And you, you've got to pay them right. Or they're going to look.
7: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but again, with small businesses like ours... The writing is on the wall with the employer, employee as well. I mean, Sean knows how good or how bad you're doing at any given point in time. You know, it's 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 there. It's 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 uh, volume, productivity. I mean, the weeks that he's sitting around or the days he's sitting around. You know, like he. So he's got to know, like, if I want to help Ray's company grow, to justify that five thousand more dollars. What can I do to help Ray grow? Because like Ray's not pocketing this extra money and not giving me any, um, in you know. So I think there's a lot of that going on too, like where uh, employees aren't willing to help a company grow because they're so accustomed to uh, what they feel has been displayed to them as corporate greed. But when you work in a small environment like ours, there is no corporate greed. I I. There are employees at my company that make almost as much as I do, and they don't have a tenth of the risk that I do. You know, it's like they're not the ones meeting customers, they're not the ones, you know, doing this to X, Y, and Z. So, you know, those are the things that I think it's hard. And then, and then, you know, to think about what it means to like bring an employee in and, have them grow with the business, that's hard too. That's a real risk, um, a scary risk. And you want to be an attractive company, but, um, you want the person to realize that they don't know everything either. There's a lot that they don't know. And I'm willing to show anybody anything. I mean, that's the whole point we're in this community. Right. Um, but to, uh, that, Get in bed with a kid who thinks they they already know everything and they're just there for a paycheck. And oh, by the way, if you don't give me 5 grand more, I'm going to go work for even better days technology. Then, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you gotta. Gotta let people go. Chuck,
5: this conversation sound familiar at all to you. I I feel like we had this exact conversation last. Oh,
7: sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we had exactly last night. We we just we talked about all this, you know. um, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to call the herd. It, it, it's it's a matter. It's it's a it's a thing of business. It's not personal, and, and it's hard as a business owner or a manager because, yeah, even though they're your subordinate, you still develop relationships with them. And if you have a hard, it's hard. But th- at the end of the day, if you don't make money, you'll be out of business.
5: This is true, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Well, gents, that was uh, that was good. We've got about a little less than five minutes. Uh, is there anything anybody wants to talk about, bring up? Do we want to catch up on TechFest for the last couple minutes, or do we just want to say adieu and we'll see you guys next week?
4: I am good either
3: way. Reach out to, uh, did you say it was Theron last night that was doing the PowerPoint? If you could just yeah. kind of circle back with that and then let me know.
5: Yep, I will. Do. That
3: way I can make a decision whether I'm going to use a PowerPoint or not. I, I may, like I said, less less. I may just go off the cuff and just, just roll with it. But I may use a PowerPoint, I I still, yeah. I'm
4: kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the middle myself. I might do a PowerPoint just so I stay somewhat on topic, but I'm not going to read slides. It's kind of like,
3: yeah, no, I won't read slides either, but I I have a tendency to chase squirrels.
4: Yes. If I don't have some sort of
3: structure <laughs> to my conversation. Right. Exactly. We'll,
4: squirrel. We'll, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Butterfly. Yep.
7: Yeah. If I could weigh in as a, a educator, I think that's a, a a novel idea to have a visual um at all times. Uh, even if you do want to go off topic, it at least allows the student to be you know looking up and seeing you know. And as we like you said, chase squirrels, and then you hit that next slide, and it almost gives a student like a like a refresh button. Um, you know, like so you may go off topic, they may start thinking about something else. But you hit that that next button, and it almost gives everybody a
4: a, a home base.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, I, I, have,
4: I have a good one myself. I have a condo building that wanted a quote for wireless in their parking garage. They sent me some very vague specs of what they wanted. Um, went back and saying, "Like, do you have any more specs to share?" They had nothing, and they are very much just looking for numbers. I was like. I kind of told them something like, we need to either do a design phase um, that's a separate available charge, or we need full specs, or we're not interested. I think, I think they were kind of offended. But I think we've talked with a spit in the in the slack is customers expect you to design for free to quote. And a lot of these customers, unfortunately, are looking for the cheapest bidder and I'm not spending a week plus time to design conduit, wire paths, um, network, structure, network infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera, to find that you want someone else that's half the price because they didn't use conduit. They didn't do – they didn't um, spec their cable links correctly and whatnot.
5: Yeah. So uh, – and maybe that is the old sales process is still in a lot of people's heads where people were – ultimately, a salesman's job was to go out to spec and sell the job and have yeah. somebody else come back and build it. And that that was, that was a huge problem, especially in the spaces that we work in. Like, you know, again, I know we've only got a minute or two left. Like, I remember our sales teams used to sell, not for my company, but when I used to be the IT director, mm-hmm. they used to sell solutions, they'd sell phone systems, they'd sell wireless systems, they would sell camera systems. And they'd be like, yeah, we can put 100 cameras in, 50 access points, And here's your price. And then they'd come back to us and I'll be like, we can't do any of that. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you sold them, but you sold them a bag of shit because we can't – literally what you told them that we can do, we can't. Yeah. So I think maybe that that sales process is still that old mentality where sales would be built, they would sell a product, and then they assume that the cost of that sale is part of the project.
0: I agree.
4: Yeah. I mean, right now, there's so many. I mean, it's one thing a smaller job, you look at a smaller job, because says, I want a camera there, you've been there before. Okay, you know, it's going to take you a couple hours to run a cable, mount the camera. You can fire up a number in, in a minute to them. But then it was a building you're not familiar with. Okay, what's the wire path from the main floor to the basement IDF and so on? Uh, what's my cable length looking like? Where's my AP placement going to be? And I mean, it's. I mean, there's some industries where that still works. Like I got a new, I got a new furnace a couple years ago. Guy came down to my house, measured quickly. He's like, "I'll be price by tomorrow. How many price end of the day?" Because all you do is make sure the furnace is gonna fit. Um, I mean, that's one thing. But when it's a whole, I think it's where the metallic comes from. But when it's a whole design process, people don't understand that someone's gotta design it, and unless you have specifications. I might design something just different than Jeff does it. I mean, we might we will be we will both be right in design, but we both different ideas of like how we're things. Versus someone else that's uh, not as skilled or doesn't care as much might design something that it has the same functionality, but it's not done correctly. Gotcha. Yes, well, that was my pain point this week. I mean, it felt good kind of telling the customer thanks, but no thanks. I mean, because it. If it done properly, it was probably a a six figure job. Oh, in condo and stuff like that. He was they were asking about thirty aps. I don't know where they got thirty aps from because they just. I think someone this said ap there, ap there, ap there. But, um, I mean, it's all. It's also it was also a condo corporation. I've had, I've had bad luck of condo corporations. Um, talk to someone else earlier the earliest week and they've kind of said the same like yeah i've had nothing about luck the content corporations because there's too many there's too many people in the pot the board is supposed to agree as a whole but they, they never do one workers will try and be probably saying oh can you do this okay give me a sign change order. well no i can't do that well then i'm not doing the work sorry yeah so eh, it's always fun learning that and and it's, it hurts a little turning on the end of that business but i mean you have to do it sometimes right
5: and you know what I've I've learned that the more business you turn away. The better stuff comes to you, man, just stay at it.
4: Exactly. Yeah,
7: you know, this, this couldn't be more, um. More for the time I just got a, a text from the meeting that I had before this, where the guy wanted, you know, the board insisted on installing mesh access point mesh network. And I just got a text, uh thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be straightforward. The Wi-Fi and the cabling is a no-go. I can't get the board to stop thinking about mesh systems. So, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm not installing a Google mesh network in an enterprise uh environment. Um we just got to do what we do and we can't settle just because someone doesn't get it. Um Yep. <laughs> At the end of the
5: day, I'll, I'll be nice. I'll just say yep on that one. Yeah,
7: no, I trust that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm
3: yep. going to reply back and say yep.
7: Yep.
5: All right. Well, uh, Chuck, thanks for sticking around. You got anything else for us?
3: I, I do. Um, it, it's weird how my brain thinks. I told you I chase squirrels. So I'm sitting on the airplane flying home this morning when I'm really supposed to be sleeping on the plane, but I can't sleep <laughs> on planes. And I got to thinking, and I'm just, I'm just, you guys are the first ones to actually hear this. So I'm just, I'm with some input. From I wish I had brought this up when the other guy was in the room. And I got to thinking about content creators and how sometimes, same kind of principle that you guys have going here. You know, it's compet- you know, competition over competitive. No, it's not competition but, over community. It's community, over, community competition. over competition. That's what it was. They are complete I, I just opposites. got to thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking a lot of times low voltage content creators consider each other uh, competitors as well when we really shouldn't. And I was thinking maybe maybe starting something up like a low-voltage content creator association kind of thing where content creators in the low-voltage niche can meet together like on a call like this once a month and you know, somebody who might be really, really good with microphones can help people solve problems with microphones. Maybe you and I were talking about editing last night. You know, maybe somebody who's really good with doing jump cuts, edit cuts, and, and all that kind of stuff, or, or Adobe or, or, or other program stuff, and, and uh, do you think it's something worth chasing? Because I, I, can, I can list off the top of my head 10 people in the low-voltage niche that's making content.
5: So I, I think any idea is a good idea, and I think you got to put it out there and see if you can get people together on a call and see what happens you know, worse comes to worse. No one shows up. Well, what did you lose? Right. The yeah, best thing that could happen is you could get yeah. 10 really good people in a room talking about really good stuff and, right. and learning and, and sharing with each other. And right. um, I I, I so think it's lo- something we should try low, up with.
3: Yeah. Low voltage people were really good at pulling and terminating cable, but something, you know, the majority, I won't say all of them, but the majority of them aren't familiar with, you know, cameras and ISO and, omnidirectional microphones and editing and that's that's usually outside of the realm of expertise yep and uh and that's why i just gotta think but i like your idea i think that, i'm gonna do that i'm gonna set up a will uh, set up a zoom call and i'll send out a uh, an email to everybody saying look this is something i'm tinkering with um this is just an exploratory call let's talk about it, see if it's something that we want to yeah i, I mean be beneficial
5: off the top of my head i mean tom lawrence is probably somebody you want to talk to who's really good about that uh, Willie Howe is another guy. Willie's in our community. Oh no, I can't
3: write that fast.
5: I, I can send it to you. I'm just I rattling. Okay, send it names. to him. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Tom Lawrence is great. Uh, Willie Howe is phenomenal. Um,
3: you know, and then you know, and then all green lights. Uh, Sean Rep, Low Volt Warby, BS with Todd, Tech yep. Talk with Steve, STI. You know, like I said, I could I can name Wise Up podcast. Yep. Uh, Carrie, the lady who wrote the the data center book she's got a podcast and low voltage and stuff you know i mean
5: it's a good idea i mean i would do it um and and like i said man worst comes to worst, it it doesn't take off the way that you hoped but you never know you might be starting something brand new man it could be a real good thing
3: right i like that idea i'm gonna do that i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna send out exploratory emails. so yeah send me uh you know links or emails or for people who you think, and I'm going to any content, whether it's an audio podcast, YouTube person, TikTok, Instagram, as long as you're making content that brings light to the ICT community, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, and
5: the, that's. Yep. And the, and the, the one guy you can, and I talked to you about him last night is a uh, uncle bear. He's in our community. He does security today podcast. And, uh, he's the guy that I was saying to you last night had, uh, that, that stuff about TikTok. when we were talking about TikTok that you should listen right. into. um, but yeah, I'll I'll send you some notes. I'll send you okay. some people you should reach out to, and a couple of them I know personally. So those people I can make a personal introduction.
3: So so what I'll do is um I'll throw together maybe like a a paragraph or two that I can send out as a as a, as an exploratory email, and I'll, I'll shoot that over to you and let you just kind of put eyes on it and maybe give me some feedback on it and see if uh, if it makes sense. Because sometimes my brain disconnects from my fingers when I'm typing my brain thinks one thing my fingers type something different and sometimes i'm not as clear as my fingers aren't as clear as my brain is clear sometimes yep
5: i hear you yeah all right cool um well then i will see you guys uh two weeks i'm sure i'll talk to you before then
3: all right take care guys Bye,